so many of the Republicans, Joe, have shown themselves to accommodate themselves to whatever the environment is. In a way, I guess it's a deep cultural, conservative cultural insight, which is the environment uh, matters a lot. John Kennedy said that there's a reason that Profiles in Courage was a slim volume. There are not many people in politics or in any arena of human life that have the courage to stand up when it's difficult to stand up, when there's a cost to it. And I think what we're seeing is this radicalization of the party which started with a base and was amplified by Trump and now has spread. And Republican after Republican after Republican has accommodated themselves to it. So you've now got a situation in which Liz Cheney, who is as conservative as can be, is a pariah in the party. And Marjorie Taylor Greene, who's been an advocate for QAnon, uh, is more popular than, than she is. Uh, so this this is really a dangerous time. And for people like you and I, who have been part of the Republican Party, it's a painful time because yeah. um, this party is is a dagger pointed at American democracy. And we have to name that. And Mika, yep. just to, just to add, Mika, to what Joe was saying about Newt Gingrich, you have a prominent Fox News host now saying of the FBI, they've declared war on us and now it's game on. I won't even get into what Steve Bannon and others are suggesting. But this reality TV show hosts run in American politics likely coming to an end. Why don't you get ahead of it if you're a true conservative like me, if you actually believe in small government, if you believe in balanced budgets, if you believe in a strong NATO, if you believe that we push back against tyrants in Russia, if you believe that that capitalism is preferable to what they do in China, if you if you believe that people like Margaret Thatcher actually turned Great Britain around and, and turned it into a stronger country, that Ronald Reagan checked a lot of the the most extreme elements of, of the 40 year rise of the welfare state. If you believe that, then why don't you just come on in? It's okay to be conservative again. The water's warm. You don't have to be in a cult. You don't have to follow a fascist. You can just believe in small government and a strong military and yes, strong borders without all the fascists yet. You can do that. Why don't you try it? You might like it this week. Primary day in the state of Wyoming, where incumbent Republican Congresswoman Liz Cheney is facing a number of challengers, including Trump-endorsed contender Harriet Hageman. Recent polling shows Cheney trailing Hageman by nearly 30 points. Cheney lost her position in House Republican leadership, and the Wyoming Republican Party voted to censure her for speaking out against former President Trump and for joining the House January 6th committee as its vice chair. Cheney has said again and again her top priority is to stop Trump from ever winning the presidency again, describing him as a threat to American democracy. Joining us now at the big board, national political correspondent for NBC News and MSNBC, Steve Kornacki. Steve, good morning. A big day in Wyoming and Alaska we'll talk about in just a moment. Uh, this polling has been a little spotty in Wyoming, but suffice Suffice it to say, a big lead for Hageman over Cheney as we go into voting today. Yeah, the polling certainly hasn't been encouraging for Liz Cheney. You take a look at the matchup. There actually is going to be a third candidate on the ballot here. But it's Hageman who's gotten the endorsement of Donald Trump, who's been leading, as you say, in the polling that's out there, leading by lopsided margins over Liz Cheney. Uh, you've got the dynamics here 
in Wyoming and in the polling. And then you've got the broader context for this. You mentioned 10 Republican members of Congress of the House, I should say, in the wake of January 6th, voted to impeach Donald Trump. And of those 10, Cheney was the most prominent and she has been the most persistent in her criticisms and attacks on Donald Trump. And just take a look here. This is the track record of those 10. What's happened to them politically in 2022 after casting those impeachment votes? And you can see here a number of them chose just not to run for reelection this year. And then you've got starting at Tom Rice in South Carolina. He was crushed in his primary. Peter Meyer, we saw recently, lost in Michigan. Jamie Herrera Butler lost in Washington State. You did have two who survived primaries. I think notable, though, here, David Valadeo in California. It's one of those top two primaries, all the candidates from all the different parties on the same ballot, top two advanced. And Donald Trump did not make any endorsement in this primary. He stayed away and Valadeo got through to the second round of voting. And Dan Newhouse in Washington State, Donald Trump did endorse a challenger of Dan Newhouse. But again, it was one of those top two primaries. It was a very crowded primary, a very crowded field, uh, a lot of different Trump aligned candidates. Newhouse got through. He got through with about 25% of the vote. So here's Liz Cheney uh, from the Trump standpoint. This is much more what he's looking for when he has candidates, uh, when he's backing candidates against uh, other Republicans. It's more of a clean one-on-one matchup. Again, there is a third candidate here. He's barely registering. So Trump's kind of getting that one-on-one matchup with Cheney. And the polling certainly is suggesting that Cheney is poised to join the company uh, of those other Republicans who've been defeated in primaries. You know, Mika, in this primary season, shape-shifting Republican candidates who are trying to become as closely aligned with Donald Trump as they can be, even though they have no history of it, dating back to a month or so ago. Liz Cheney's closing ad is who she's always been for the last couple of years. And she's saying, take me or leave me. This is the truth. This is who Donald Trump is. This is what I think he's done to the country. This is what I think he may still do to the country. And she's willing perhaps to lose by 20 or more points to make that stand. Of course she is. Um, And we'll be watching this and then see what happens next for her. Uh, If she does indeed lose that election, which it appears she will. What will be next? She'll be on Morning Mika trying to scam uh, and uh, grift and uh, raise money for her ill-fated presidential run. It's all obvious. What they don't understand is that the people in this nation have um, understand what these quote unquote faux conservatives, faux Republicans stood for. And what Cheney had the opportunity to do is is uh, is all phony, right? The ability, there's the discussions of cutting taxes now. And we're going to talk about the financial situation throughout the world with over $300 trillion of debt. Also, modern monetary theory, the, the whole um, explosion of the money supply. We have Dave Bratz going to co-host with me for two hours. Got Ed Dowd coming in from Hawaii to talk about the global economy. But most importantly is these uh, the end of the ancient regime of the Republican Party. The McCain uh, faction was taken out two weeks ago. You've now got Alaska with Murkowski and, of course, the Cheney junta up in Wyoming. That's about to be blown up by the people of that great state <clears throat> about MAGA policies. It's not just about going after Trump. Is that she, she is, is she's a neoliberal neocon. This party, the, the 85, 90% of the people that vote in this party consistently are not neoliberal neocons. They don't want to fight forever wars. Uh, they don't want a burgeoning uh, administrative state. You know, Cheney and Bush had every opportunity to cut that. They actually increased it. 
you know, Joe Scarborough was around for years. There was no cutting of the government. There was no, uh, and the, how can he have tax cuts? Well, we have $30 trillion of debt, $9 trillion on the Federal Reserve. How can you even do this? It's insanity. Somebody's got to pay for it. All you're doing is shifting the responsibility to your children who will curse us in future generations. The, the bromides, the empty promises of what the Republicans, show me what they stand for. Tax cuts, deregulation, it's all nonsense. You can't, it's not about deregulation, but deconstructing the administrative state. That's what it takes people that want to go in and hammer. And that's part of the thing about the FBI, Willie Geist, Pearl clutching, and that even and that doesn't even begin to say what Steve Bannon's talking about. Yes, defund and deconstruct, and they're saying, trying to say, oh no, they're, they're anti-law and order. That's nonsense. We're the law and order party. We have the police back. The FBI is not a police; it's a police state. There's a big difference. Okay, we've got a lot to get to. We're going to go from Wyoming to Mexico. We've got Alaska. We're going to obviously talk about the lies of the FBI and caught out by President Trump on his passport, also this affidavit. Release the affidavit. Here's why the here's why DOJ so adamant about the affidavit. Oh, it shows you past our investigation. That's a lie. Let me be blunt. Here's what it shows. They lied to the magistrate about all the cooperation of President Trump up until the time because the magistrate would have never agreed to have a, a home search, a basically a raid to ransack. He would have never agreed to that. If he knew the history of that, that's not in there, and that's what they've done to all these other affidavits when they went to the FISA courts. They lie or withhold information all the time, all the time. The other thing is that it will give, give you the identity of the informant. It will give you the identity of the informant. That's what they're trying to protect. The identity of the informant and also the lies and misrepresentations they told the magistrate. So that's why DOJ, what well, they want to selectively leak, uh, they want to selectively leak uh, to the press, to the media, and they leaked yesterday Nora O'Donnell, who totally looks like a buffoon. And let me be blunt. If you go to my Getter account up and it should be pinned, looking at my ever-cracked staff, it is. We pinned it this morning. Uh, it's pinned. Nora O'Donnell is the executive editor of CBS News. She should get the hook immediately. She can stay as the anchor. Who Nobody cares about that. She bought what the FBI did yesterday is they leaked again. DOJ and FBI leak lies all the time. They leaked to her a blatant lie. There was no, not in possession of uh, of any passport. She went out there as they. She's just not some grandoon. She's just not an anchor. She's the executive editor of CBS News. She went out there and put CBS on the record as saying, "No, Trump is lying. They don't have the passports." Oops. They then shared an email shortly thereafter. Um, uh, the comm spokesman Taylor showed, shared an email that said there was communication saying, "Hey, we're going to return. We've got the passports. We can return them. Our bad." She, this is what they do. They spread their lies and disinformation by using not a complacent, not a compliant media. Their media is part of it. It's part of the propaganda apparatus. Nora O'Donnell is a buffoon. She was made to look like a buffoon in use and she was caught out. She, if CBS is to have any credibility, because you've got a couple of people over there that are credible. If you have any credibility, she's got to step down. This is not a small thing. This is one of the biggest issues in modern American politics. And she blatantly, blatantly spread a lie for the FBI and DOJ. And this is how these guys roll. Let's go to Wyoming. We've got Ben Burkwam in, in Wyoming. We have Oscar uh, Ramirez down in Tijuana. Uh, and we've got a lot of footage to go through. We've also got Savannah coming on. She's going to break some news here. We've got a lot going on. Let's go first to uh, Ben Burkwam. Ben, tell us you're in Cheyenne, Wyoming. Give us a sense of where Wyoming is today. 
Yeah, first off, Steve, to answer Joe Scarborough, if he is the uh, representation of what a conservative is, uh, Republican conservatives want nothing to do with it. This is a repudiation of sellout Republicans. That's what we're seeing across America. We're sick and tired of it. Coming from a state like California, where we had for years, Republicans tell us who they who, who we should be voting for, who they should be, uh, that, that we needed to be liberal light in, in essence. That's what they are. And, and really most of them will tell you one thing and do the exact opposite when they get there. The reason why so many people stand behind President Trump and are going against people like Liz Cheney is because President Trump actually did what he said he was going to do. He didn't go up and, and drink from the, uh, the ivory, uh, you know, water fountains and, 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 uh, and eat at the, 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 the special parties that these guys had. He didn't go there to Washington to be a part of Washington. He went there to fix Washington. And that's what Hegman, Hegman represents in Wyoming. I've uh, been speaking to several people. The polls are packed. People are coming in, even more so than in Arizona, which is a good sign for Hegman. Day of election voting is, is going to be high today. And I think a lot of that, in talking to people here, a lot of that had to a lot of that had to do with uh, the the attacks on Mar-a-Lago and on President Trump, too. I mean, the, people are fed up with it. They're fed up with the injustice, the two tiers of justice, not having equal protection under the law and the weaponization of the media uh, and and the justice system. And so that's what we're seeing here. That's what we're seeing all across the country. They don't want the sellout Republicans like Liz Cheney. OK, here's what's very important, uh, Ben, uh, what Ben said. This is. A replay of Joe Kent. It's a replay of Kerry Lake and Fincham and Blake Masters, all in Arizona and really throughout the country, even in the 2020 election. I think President Trump got like something like 75 percent, 80 percent of the game day vote. It's game day vote. It's game day. You have to turn out to vote. OK, uh, in 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 uh, in Wyoming, Alaska, we need to see uh, a huge turnout today of the pro-Trump forces, MAGA, America First. We've got uh, amazing uh, candidates, uh, Harriet Hageman. We're going to try to get her later by phone. Also, uh, Kelly Chewbacca. And, of course, uh, Sarah Palin. So the, the Murkowski dynasty uh, is on the chopping block in Alaska. The Cheney dynasty is about to be uh, burned to the ground in Wyoming. But it's all about getting out and putting your shoulder to it today. Ben, I want you to hang on there. In uh, Cheyenne, Wyoming, we're going to come back to Ben Burkwam uh, throughout the hour. We've got Oscar uh, Ramirez we're going to go to down in Mexico. We've also got Liz Harrington, spokesman, head of communication strategy for President Trump. He's going to come in and talk to us about these latest reveal. And President Trump really going off last night and that he wants the affidavit and all the documents. He wants everything out. Boom. Let's have total transparency, which is the only thing that's uh, important. Okay. A lot going on. We've got a lot of economics, a lot of politics. Uh, and a lot else today here in the war room. Take a short break. Be back in a moment. Everything's begun and you are over. Because we're taking down the CCP. Spread the word all through Hong Kong. We will fight till they're all gone. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down. You know what's never good? When your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted, quote, there's been an unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't, at the time, fully understand, end quote. You know who understands the real threat of inflation? People who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. 
They're protecting their savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401k or IRA into gold, physical gold. It's not too late for you to take action now. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898. And get the real help from Birch Gold today. Again, text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free, no-obligation information kit on protecting your savings with gold. War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. It's Tuesday, 16 August, year of our Lord, 2022. It's game day in the great state of Wyoming and also in Alaska. We now have Harriet Hageman by phone joining us. Harriet, one thing I can tell you from Ben Burkwam, the rest of Real America's Voice team, they say it's a huge game day turnout. But what's really striking is that people, when they will go up and talk to them, they're saying, hey, I'm here to vote for Harriet Hageman, not against Liz Cheney. And uh, what, what do you, how do you interpret that? Well, I think that it, it is uh, indicative of the fact that I really am a Wyoming first and America first candidate. I'm not a globalist. I'm not somebody who's out there saying, you know, elect me and I'll make sure that we get into yet another war in the Middle East. Um, I'm talking about real Wyoming issues that affect real Wyoming people, inflation, the open border, protection of our energy industry. And then I'm translating that into more of the national policies and why they're so critically important. Uh, energy security is national security. Destru- destruction of our supply chain makes the, it makes poorer people poorer and, and destroys the middle class. It makes it more difficult to distribute food and, and energy, and, and it makes housing more expensive. I'm talking about the issues that are important to the people, and I'm actually introducing and putting forth real solutions of how we can fix this mess that we're in. Harriet, uh, of course, Drudge and other news services are making a big deal about uh, Democrats shifting parties. Our, our folks, quite frankly, haven't seen a lot of that uh, when they've talked to people. But uh, what are you hearing? Is that a concern of yours of Democrats actually shifting to back uh, Liz Cheney? Absolutely. The Democrats are shifting to back Liz Cheney. The problem is there just aren't enough of them in Wyoming to make the ultimate difference. But what it demonstrates is that for her, she doesn't care how she wins, just so she wins. It can be hook and by crook, just as long as she gets that seat back, because for her, it's all about power. It's not about representing Wyoming. And in terms of this particular issue, it's not about representing Republicans. She, she, she burned that flag a long time ago. She doesn't consider herself a Republican. She'll talk about being a conservative, but if you really look at her voting record, she's not nearly as conservative as people think that she is. And really, the, the reality is that she is a globalist. She's always looking on the international stage, not what is best for America or what is best for Wyoming. There's just an article that was published to the American Conservative today, and I think that it provides a really good description of the differences between Liz Cheney and I. She's always looked internationally. I've been fighting for Wyoming. So for the last 25 years of my career, I've been fighting and protecting our water rights, our property rights, our constitutional rights, protecting the state against outside encroachment, as well as individuals 
small business owners, farmers, ranchers. She's always looked at the international stage. That's where her interest lies. And right now, it's America that is a mess. We're the ones that need rescued because of the disaster of the Biden administration. And she continues to beat the same drum, which is to go after President Trump and talk about international issues. Harriet, uh, what can people do? Uh, War Room Posse, the other patriots in Wyoming, in the couple hours you've got until polls close, what, what, what should, where should they go? How should they find out more about where they should go to vote? Well, HegemanForWyoming.com is our website. They can go to the Secretary of State's website and find out exactly where they should, they can go poll or they can go uh, find out from their county websites, their county clerk websites. It's three and a half hours until the polls close. We need as many patriots as possible. Get out there and vote. We not only want to win, which we're hoping that we will, but we want to win big. This is a message election. This is an election that people are looking to as to what is the future of this country in terms of our political leaders. Are we going to have someone who loves America, loves Wyoming, loves what we stand for, loves freedom and liberty, or are we going to have someone like Liz Cheney who praises the FBI after they raided President Trump? That's what our binary choice is, and I hope that people are getting out there. The patriots need to get out there and vote. They need to support freedom and liberty against the uh, the uniparty in D.C. We need to send Liz Cheney packing. We need to make sure that she stays in Virginia and never comes back to Wyoming again. Harriet, is there any opportunity for people, I don't know if it's going to be in Casper or Cheyenne tonight, where you're going to have your uh, your headquarters uh, for your victory party, but uh, where do people go? How how can they find out about that? Go to your website also? Yes, but we're, the, the watch party is, I think, pretty well filled up already. It is. We've had just such an incredible re- uh, response, and we are we're going to be at Cheyenne Frontier Days in Cheyenne. That's where we're going to be is the rodeo grounds. It's just that there's a it, there's a limited space, but at the same time, if people want to come to the parking lot and they want to celebrate or anything like that, they sure can do that. But we are uh, we're hoping that we're we're on TV and the radio and news pretty quickly tonight. We'll see when the polls come in, when the results come in. But we're we're optimistic, but we've worked until the very last minute. Until the very last minute, we're out there still pounding the pavement and making sure that we're doing our voter outreach. It's three and a half hours left. Everybody should go to the Secretary of State's website right now to find out if you haven't voted. Make sure uh, always MAGA is a big game day vote. Harriet Hageman, uh, honored to have you on here. Look forward to checking back with you later. Steve, thank you for everything you've done. I so appreciate it. Another uh, epic fight. This in my in Wyoming and also tonight later in in uh, the Murkowski machine in Alaska. You got both Sarah Palin and of course you got Kelly Chewbacca running against Lisa Murkowski and of course Palin always running against the Murkowski machine. Two dynasties. Do we have the cold open for New Hampshire or do you just want to? Yeah, let's go. Let's go to. The, I want to play this because another dynasty is about to get dented here. I think let's do this from New Hampshire. With less than a month to go in New Hampshire's Republican U.S. Senate primary, the latest St. Anselm College Survey Center poll shows Don Bolduc with a commanding lead over the rest of the GOP field. The retired Army general and political outsider is at 32 percent, while his next closest competitor, State Senate President Chuck Morse, stands at 16 percent. Another tier down are former Londonderry town manager Kevin Smith, and cryptocurrency pioneer and free stater Bruce Fenton, both at 4% in this poll, while businessman Vikram Mancharamani is at 2%. 39% are undecided. 
Support for Bolduc has held firm over several months now. Voters probably are like, well, this is the person who ran last time, and I know what their record is, and so therefore I'm for them. But there's very little time left here uh, in this U.S. Senate race uh, for candidates to differentiate themselves and to take a lead. A complicating factor heading into the home stretch is money. The Bolduc campaign doesn't have a lot in the bank, so this lead could be chipped away as competitors reach more voters. But the clock is ticking. Keep in mind that as Republican candidates want to win this primary and want to get well known, that Maggie Hassan and her allies are also flooding the airways. So it makes things very, very confusing for voters as they go to this September primary. Adam Sexton, WMUR News 9. Okay, in New Hampshire, I can I can tell you this was a bombshell, General Boldick. Um we know you've done this for two years. You've gone to every village, every 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 small town. You've shaken so many hands. But that number was a stunning number, particularly given the establishment and the and the wealth of some of these uh, candidates. What do you what do you put this towards? Well, I put it towards being out on the campaign trail for nearly two years, doing what you just said, going out and shaking hands. We haven't relied on money. What's money is important. We've had enough. Thanks to great people out there sending it in. We need more. So go to DonBaldick.com, please, and help me. But at the end of the day, this is attributed to hard work, bottom up, not advertising. People don't trust advertising. They don't trust your politicians. And if you're a Republican or a Democrat in this race, you're not going to win this race from the top down. You got to get out there and work hard from the bottom up. And let's face it, nobody has put the time in that I've put in. And we only have 29 days until we get to the primary. And as was said earlier in the in the uh, in the video, that's no matter how much money you have, that is a tremendous haul. And right now, I got the liberal media. I have the establishment here in New Hampshire. Uh, we had a debate this morning and I was attacked by one of the uh, Republican campaign, uh, one of my campaign opponents that is polling at 4% uh, and a desperate attempt to try and sway people his way, but of course it doesn't work. Uh, and uh, they're trying to undo, unseat an American first MAGA candidate and we cannot allow that to happen. Generals, you've gone around this state and shaken hands. And we've heard the same story from Harriet Hageman, the same story from Kelly Chewbacca and Carrie Lake. What is at top of people's minds when you're shaking hands, looking them in the eye? What are they saying, General Bolduc? This is this is what we're looking for as far as leadership goes. Well, as far as leadership goes, they're looking for an outsider. They're looking for someone who is going to be able to return America's strength by utilizing the America First agenda. And I have proven to them that I am that guy. I am the guy that has the national security experience. And every problem that we have today, whether it's the economy, spending, border, foreign policy, is all connected to. He froze. Okay, I tell you what we're going to do. We're going to almost sum up here and we're going to try to get uh, General Bolduc back after the break. We got a few minutes to do that. Um, General Bolick, this stunning poll by uh, St. Anselm College, which is kind of the definitive uh, political polling operation up there, as everybody knows, is where the first presidential 
debate uh, normally always takes place. Um, has this general Bullock's at 32%. I think there's a town manager or mayor that's at 16%. And then there's a couple of guys, particularly, I think it's Fenton. It was a crypto guy at 4%. Stunning poll. America first MAGA candidate that's just gone out and knocked on doors. Okay. Short commercial break. We're going to get back with General Bullock. We got Lejour. We got Oscar down in, um, Oscar is in, uh, Mexico. We're going to go back to him. We got Ben Burkwam in Cheyenne, Wyoming. Boris is going to join us with an update of what's happening in Mar-a-Lago. And, of course, the indefatigable Julie Kelly is going to talk to us about how the FBI is comporting themselves in this Michigan trial. All next in the War Room. With the recent rulings from the Supreme Court, it's worth mentioning that these wins didn't happen on their own. It took the support of companies like Patriot Mobile, who have passionately fought on behalf of the unborn and your constitutional rights. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative mobile phone provider. and They have been on the front lines fighting for your values. This is why Patriot Mobile is different from every other provider out there. Inflation has made it really hard on many Americans. Thankfully, Patriot Mobile has plans for almost any budget, and they offer the same nationwide coverage as all the major carriers. So you get the same great service, plus the knowledge that your money is going to a company fighting for the sanctity of life, religious freedom, and your Second Amendment. Go to PatriotMobile.com. That's all one word, PatriotMobile.com, slash Bannon, or call. 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-P-A-T-R-I-O-T. 972-PATRIOT. Use the offer code BANNON, B-A-N-N-O-N, to get the free activation. If you're a veteran or first responder, please let them know because they have special discounts for you. Come join our movement and make the switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash BANNON. That's PatriotMobile.com slash BANNON. Or call 972-PATRIOT. Support this company that supports your values. Do this today. Action, action, action. Interrupting our regularly scheduled programming, which you're all too familiar with, to bring you a special bulletin regarding what President Joe Biden would in an earlier incarnation surely have referred to as a big frickin' deal. The President of the United States, as you saw there, has just signed into law the Inflation Reduction Act, the administration's long-sought, long-stalled, frequently written off for dead omnibus legislation encompassing tax policy, climate policy, health care policy, and more. The IRA is the latest in a stunning string of legislative victories, many of them with bipartisan support for this president, victories that to the dismay of the White House and many Democrats have been overshadowed by the unprecedented and extraordinary saga of Donald Trump's current legal entanglement with the Department of Justice over his possession of sensitive and, in some cases, top-secret documents at Mar-a-Lago. But now, with the Inflation Reduction Act signing ceremony at the White House, we are here to shine a bright light on what history will surely record as a signature achievement for the Biden presidency so far. The IRA, after all, is a more than $700 billion bill that rewrites the corporate tax code, achieves the long okay. pine okay. for a Democratic okay. There they are trying to sell it. <laughs> the, the, you notice they don't mention the... Uh, 87,000 IRS agents, they're going to be to pay for this thing because they're not going after the wealthy. That's a lie. The carried interest pulled out. 
They're so cynical about this. It's just a grab bag. They say he's the first time I said somebody had the guts to say it. Heilman said it. It's an omnibus bill. It's just a grab bag of payoffs for donors, lobbyists, and interest groups because the Democrats know they're going to lose the Senate. Boris Epstein, give us your assessment, putting your surrogate hat on, uh, which I know you don't use a lot today, which is fine, but you're, uh, about that bill. And then I want to talk to you about Mar-a-Lago. What's your assessment in 60 seconds of this fiasco that he signed into law today? Well, even uh, John Howland, maybe maybe he had too much, maybe he had too little of that stuff that he likes so much to get himself all hopped up. But Howland absolutely could not sell it. And where is his partner in uh, so-called crime, Mark Happen? What happened to him? Oh, yeah, he threw him under the bus a long time ago. Howland, MSNBC, absolutely failing to prop up feckless, pathetic, sad Joe Biden and the Democrats. This bill, this bill is doing nothing for the American people except for apparently finding the IRS uh, potential new recruits who are able to use, quote, deadly force. What what this bill is, it's just, a, as you said, Steve, it's just an amalgamation of liberal priorities that is going to do nothing to actually reduce inflation, going to do nothing to bring down gas prices, and actually quite the opposite, will do a lot to hurt American businesses because you, you better believe those of you who own small businesses, those of you who own mom-and-pop stores, those of you who work for yourselves. Those new IRS agents are going to be trained on you, going after yeah. you. They're not going to be at, go, going after Goldman Sachs. They're not going after you know Google, Coca-Cola. They're going to be going after those who make America tick, the upper middle class, the middle class, and yeah. the, those, the, the, those the, who make America, life. those who make America, those who make America great are going to be asked to pay for it again. This is what this right. whole bill is about. The most cynical most cynical piece of legislation I've ever seen. Give us an update on, you know, the, this this fiasco with the Justice Department. Uh, you know, they lied about the nuclear part. Right. They, they they've lied about the passports. Uh, they've lied about how they comported themselves down there. They didn't know about the video. The whole thing, they won't release the affidavit. President Trump's been on offense, finally. Give us your assessment uh, as we close the day out on Tuesday, the 16th of August, year of our Lord, 2022, sir. Well, first of all, Steve, uh, and always an honor to be on the show, honored to talk to the Warren Posse. President Trump last night in a power post, power post on Truth Social, calling for the full, completely unredacted affidavit to be released, saying that it is vital for transparency and also saying that the judge should, quote, recuse because the judge, obviously, Judge Bruce Reinhardt has shown that he is not impartial and that he is absolutely triggered by the president. So for those of you who haven't seen it, make sure you go to President Trump's Truth Social and look at this statement. Last night, he's breathing fire on the DOJ and calling, let's be honest, calling Merrick Garland out for being the hypocrite who he is. President Trump followed complied and cooperated with the DOJ and every rule, law, and regulation throughout this process. And the DOJ knows it, and that's why they've been throwing out these, these weak attempts to distract the American people from you know, the, saying the word nuclear and you know, pretending like President Trump's got some nuclear warheads you know, stored under the pool at Mar-a-Lago. But then trying this really weak attempt, saying, oh, well, somebody saw something on the videotape somewhere well, that doesn't that doesn't fly, and the, they couldn't even identify when it was, whether before the subpoenas, after the subpoenas, what, nothing again. And then with the passports, first of all, the DOJ reached out saying, "Hey, we took the president's passport. How do you mistake a person's passports 
for classified information or presidential records for that matter. These are the prolongings of Who, Okay, the hold it, hold it. Stop, stop, stop. They're in constant communication with the FBI senior command and the DOJ. Who authorized them to actually put their hands on and take a president of the United States diplomatic passport? Who authorized that? Some grundoon just didn't pick it up and say, let's take these back too. They called the base. They were there for nine hours. They absolutely called Washington, D.C. You know they checked with the FBI senior command, and I assume they had to talk to DOJ. We should know immediately who authorized that person to take his passports, particularly the active diplomatic passport. Who did that? And whoever did it should resign immediately. And the Republicans should demand hearings. The public should demand hearings immediately. This is more than a, 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 a witch hunt. This is greater than a fishing expedition. This is they took the active diplomatic passport for a president of the United States. Think about that for a second. This is gone so far over the top. Right. I, I just don't even he he puts these true social things out, but it's not even one tenth of what I believe he should be doing, which is essentially announced for president this afternoon to really go on offense. The, what they did, they ran, this is not a raid. They ransacked Mar-a-Lago. They it's desecrated Mar-a-Lago. It's a break-in. And they did it on for, as what Steve Cortez calls a flex. You want to see a flex, we'll give you a flex back. But whoever authorized putting their even their hands on his diplomatic passport, whatever part of that amazing building it was in, but to actually take it back and take it to Washington, D.C., have you lost your mind? But then Steve, Who, but then Lee. Uh, Chris Ray authorized that, to, or Merrick, that little worm, Merrick Garland authorized it, Boris Epstein. And then try to leak to Nora O'Donnell and CBS and say, no, no, we don't have it. Uh, okay, talk about receipts. She, should be, she should be fired immediately. She we should resign the, immediately. The email came out. Walter, Cron Walter Cronkite and e Eric Severide and Edward R. Murrow would spit on the floor about Nora O'Donnell's being used essentially, I don't want to say the crude term, but they used you. They passed ridiculous information so you could change the narrative. They lied to you, and you're not smart enough to be able to do second or third order checkings, and you look like a buffoon. And I don't know, before we went on, I haven't seen her apologize or retract it. Uh, she might have, but it hadn't as of you know early that. afternoon today. So, Boris, we got to bounce. What should people be looking for of the president going on, on the, offense here? The, because well, because I, I love what we're doing, but like, are we going to announce like uh, tomorrow morning? So you're saying that you want the president to announce. You haven't been really clear about this, Steve. I feel like you're <laughs> hemming and hawing. I think you're in the mumble tank. Maybe I don't know what's going on. But in all seriousness, <laughs> if you look at the polling, the polling has shown that this raid, this break-in, has absolutely ended. It has ended any talk, even any smell of a 2024 primary, and, and it has catapulted Over. President Trump to, to, to being the faraway largest favorite in the history of American politics, to be the 45th, 46th, and 47th president of the United States. And why? Because the American people are coalescing fully around President Trump as he stands up against this weaponization of the law enforcement, targeting of political opponents, and, and against this perversion of America that's being undertaken yeah. by Merrick Garland, the FBI, and you better believe 
the Biden administration. The next big thing is on Thursday, the judge has set a hearing uh, in this in the motion to to unseal the affidavit, which President Trump has forcefully come out in favor of. Believe it or not, the New York Times and the Judicial Watch are up against the DOJ to unseal the affidavit. And the affidavit is where historically the DOJ and FBI have either lied or withheld information to force their ways into investigations, into raids like this, into people's lives like General yeah. Flynn, Carter Page, and others. So so Thursday, 1 o'clock, a very important hearing. Yeah. Lots of information coming before then, and that's going to be in a major inflection yeah. point. How, how, I know everybody's on President Trump's true social, but how do people get to you? Because now more than ever, since he's not quite my wingman as much as he used to be, uh, how do they keep up with Boris Epstein? Hey, I'm still here every day. I'm still here, okay? I will never abandon the War Room Posse. I will never <laughs> abandon the Honey Badger. And we're always going to be bringing heat and signals. Did I tell you, by the way, order. by the way, did I tell you, did I tell you, did I mention that I think you ought to, okay, just go ahead and put your social media. <laughs> I, have, I wasn't really going, I wasn't sure about that, but I'll call you later to get your actual perspective, okay? <laughs> Thanks. I'll text but, you, okay? Thanks, text it to me, okay? Just clear it up. BorisCP.com is the website. Hot on BorisCP.com. Sign up right now. BorisCP.com. Hot on Getter at BorisCP. On Twitter at BorisCP. Hot on Truth Social at Boris. And the hottest on the gram, Boris underscore Epstein. Stay strong. God bless. Don't give an inch. And I'll see you tomorrow. Okay, Boris, fantastic. Uh, I want to get, we got General Bolick by phone. General Bolick joins us by phone. There's a, a, a poor connection. General Bolick, uh, we're going to get more into this poll, which is amazing and more of the momentum. Right now, what I want you to do is can you please give your website, how people throughout the country, and particularly the great MAGA folks up in New Hampshire, uh, find out more about you and find out more about your campaign? Uh, yes, sir. So www.donbaldick.com. You go there, you have access to every way to get a hold of me and every way to help the campaign. Uh, you know, we have an Amer America First candidate here, tried true and proven uh, huge MAGA supporter that is in need of help. We just started because of this poll getting relentless attacks on uh, on the uh, you know on my campaign from say again no, from the ahead, establishment sir. yeah from the establishment from the left uh, and certainly uh, it's been ongoing from the Hassan campaign. So I know there's patriots out there that want to help me, and I appreciate that. General Bolick, what you've done is absolutely extraordinary. Kind of a bootstrap uh, grassroots campaign to put this number up is just, it's shocked the political world, even on a day of Wyoming and Alaska, particularly given the Sununu operation. One more time, can we have the website one more time so everybody can get there? We're going to put it in all the chat rooms and up on the screen. What What's the site they go to? www dot general bolick thank you very much look forward to checking back in with you thank you sir god bless you all across the nation you're seeing whether it's harry hageman it's Harry, it's carrie lake it's sarah palin it's kelly chewbacca it's going i want to go back to liz your liz i want you to tee up this article you know we've been talking about this human trafficking and the sex trafficking of the small kids the fbi is putting out another story about themselves before i bring in julie kelly Give me 30 seconds on this FBI story. What are they doing here? Sure. Um, this was a press release from Chris Ray um, of 85 suspects that are arrested on human trafficking. The very and they rescued 84 children. Now there are about 365. 
thousand missing American children in the United States. So while 85, 84 or so children is wonderful, the problem is those kids go right back on the street because the federal government has no resources to keep them. What it, I'm sure local law enforcement did all the work and Chris Ray did not release the names or pictures or background of any of the suspects. That makes me very curious. Lejour, hang on. We've got the great Julie Kelly. How is the FBI, we know how they comported themselves in Mar-a-Lago. How are they comporting themselves in the great state of Michigan? Julie Kelly next. Are you feeling frustrated and powerless in the face of sky-high inflation? Well, here's what you can do about it. Take a minute and go to this website, preparewithbannon.com. You'll find what I call inflation-fighting food. This is emergency food, the kind that stays fresh for up to 25 years. It not only stays fresh, it stays affordable. You see, at today's prices, this food works out to around $2.50 a meal. And it will stay at that price today, tomorrow, and in years to come. When food prices may be out of control, that few of us can even afford to eat. In other words, you'll lock in affordable food for years to come. Now think about that. You can lock in the price of food today for years to come. Right now, save $250 on a three-month emergency food kit when you go to preparewithbannon.com. My Patriot Supply is offering their lowest price in years to keep you into food that's cheap. This will help you fight inflation. So go to preparewithbannon.com right now. Preparewithbannon.com. Lock in these prices at today's prices. Preparewithbannon.com. Do it now. Use your agency. Action, action, action. Okay, welcome back. We're live in the war room. We're going to go to Cheyenne, Wyoming, our own Ben Burkwam, Real America's Voice. Uh, ben, you're outside the, uh, it looks like you're outside the facility right now. Do we? Let's go to Ben. Ben, ben yeah. that's a huge crowd outside. You were just inside the gymnasium. Is that the line that people are waiting to vote? Yeah, this is the outside. So there's probably at least 100 people inside uh, that are working and waiting to cast their ballots. Now you've got at least 60 plus out here. And this is how it looks at each polling place that I've gone to today. Uh, record numbers, huge numbers of people coming out. And again, they still have three hours. So if they're at home and you haven't voted yet, you still have three hours to get out here before polls close at seven o'clock tonight. If you're if you're MAGA right now, it's now time to stand and deliver. It's game day vote. You got to get out in the great state of Wyoming. So many great patriots out there. Go hit it right now. You got three hours. Looks like a big deal. And of course, Liz Cheney's got these Democrats flipping over. So this needs to be what they call in football a signature win. Ben, are you going to be at the watch party tonight in Cheyenne uh, representing Real America's Voice? I will. We're already set up there. So as soon as anything's breaking, uh, breaking happens, we will be coming to you. We'll be breaking into the, the show and, and bringing that to you as well. So I'll be there all night. Give them, give all your social media because I want people to follow you tonight. It's a big night in Wyoming. It's a big night in Alaska. Alaska is obviously going to come in quite late tonight, maybe early tomorrow morning. How do people get to you? America'sVoice.news, FrontlineAmerica.com, and I'll be posting on at Ben Burkwam on all of my social. Ben, uh, great work, sir. See you tonight at the watch party of Harry Hageman in Cheyenne, Wyoming. Uh, Getter, make sure everybody should sign up for Getter. We're going to be putting up stuff all night about these campaigns and, of course, all the contributors. You can get Ben Burkwam, Real America's Voice, on there. Also, make sure, by the way, you see the power of Precinct Strategy, precinctstrategy.com. 
be a owner of the Republican Party, not a donor. This doesn't cost you any money. Go to precinctstrategy.com and find out how you can get involved. We need action, action, action. Also, we have the summit this week in uh, Springfield, Missouri. The public can't come. It's already packed with election officials, but streaming. Uh, go to mypillow.com, promo code WARROOM. Support Mike Lindell and the great company up in Minnesota. Of course, Mike's armor-piercing shell work. Let me go to Julie Kelly of American Greatness. Julie, the reason we want to have you on here today is that we've had this fiasco in Mar-a-Lago with the FBI. Now the whole thing about taking President Trump's diplomatic passport, the FBI mm-hmm. took that. We also, uh, you know, the great Liz Jure has been commenting about this massive sex trafficking and child trafficking crisis pandemic in the United States. And the FBI is putting out a press release today to try to horn their way into this so people that take the pressure off them. How has the FBI comported themselves in this trial in, I guess, the retrial of the DOJ, the the politicized, weaponized DOJ in the state of Michigan, ma'am? So I'm thinking that Merrick Garland in the DOJ is really regretting their decision to re-prosecute the two men who uh, a jury could not reach a verdict on in April. Two men were outright acquitted after their defense attorneys convinced the jury that they had been entrapped by the FBI, two men had a hung jury. DOJ immediately came back and said they're going to retry these men. Their timing could not be worse because not only is the DOJ's credibility imploding, certainly the FBI's is. And of course, as you know, Steve, as we've talked about, the entire Whitmer fednapping hoax was concocted and executed by the FBI using at least a dozen undercover agents and informants working out of numerous field offices across the country um, to put this scheme together, to stitch this group together for the sole purpose of creating negative damaging headlines for Donald Trump in October of 2020, while millions of Americans were voting for president. You, you got to help me out here, Julie. You're, you're about as smart as they come. How did they have a hung jury back in the spring? And as you documented, this thing was so so weird looking at what the FBI did. What possessed them to try it before the midterm elections in when, you know, the Whitmer's running again and it makes her look awful. Mm-hmm. Who in DOJ thought that that was a good idea? And particularly your coverage of this, this trial looks worse than the last trial. Am I wrong? It looks like no. it's even weirder. So who in DOJ is this? Is this Monaco? Is this, is this Merrick Garland? Who makes these decisions? Well, I think it was the U.S. attorney for the Western District of Michigan at the time. Immediately, it was Friday afternoon. The whole case blew up, right? The jury comes back. This never really happens in government cases. This is considered one of the biggest domestic terror investigations in DOJ in recent history. And it was a complete humiliating defeat. They didn't get a single conviction. So the U.S. attorney came out right away and said, we're going to retry these two men The judge refused to dismiss the case. Um, And so now it's backfiring. But to your point, Steve, this trial is worse than the first one. These uh, two defense attorneys are going so hard at the government for what they did. They've had their main informant, Dan Chappell, known as Big Dan. He's been on the stand for two days. I thought the guy was going to crack at one point today, or at least I'm sure he slinked off the witness stand, probably in tears, totally humiliated. Because not only... Did he once again illuminate his key role in putting all these people together, organizing all of the events, recording them while these people were stoned and while they he was giving them beer and wings and, and entertaining them? 
He was paid at least $60,000 by the FBI, more than he made in a year as a postal service truck driver. In December of 2020, after the caper was done, the arrests were made, the announcements made, Joe Biden wins the presidency, the FBI hands him an envelope with $23,540. That's in addition to what he had already made as an informant. He was done being an informant. Why'd they give him $23,000? He got a free laptop when he sold his house. They paid for the loss on his house. They paid for him and his daughter to stay in a hotel room while they looked for another house. They got him a smartwatch. I mean, this guy was living the life as he's entrapping these innocent people into this hoax um, so they could produce all these negative headlines for Trump and support Chris Ray's bogus, bogus narrative that white supremacist uh, domestic violent extremists pose a threat, not just to the homeland, but to Democratic politicians like Gretchen Whitmer. Julie, how do people follow your, uh, I know you're American Greatness, how do they follow your blow-by-blow uh, -blow coverage of this? Well, I'm doing most of it on Twitter, Julie underscore Kelly, too. So I'm covering the trial as much as I can. It should wrap up in the next week or so. And I'm more certain than I was in April that these two men, uh, if not another hung jury, will be uh, will be acquitted outright. Julie Kelly, thank you for joining us. Fantastic work as usual. Get to her on Thanks. Twitter. We'll put it all up so people can get to it. An outrage, a politicized DOJ. Liz, you're, by the way, Vernon Jones about what's happening in Georgia. We got Mark Fincham in Arizona. Liz, you're, uh, give me 15 seconds on your thoughts on Michigan, the FBI. Um, well, democracy dies in darkness, and um, fortunately, the ju judicial system is going to shine the light on the darkness of the FBI. We need whistleblowers. We need courageous Americans to step forward. Liz, you're your patriot. Stick around. Mark Fincham, next. Let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today. Check it out. Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us.